Yeah, but start cleaning those tires. Yeah, don't drink the time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. Sunday drive. All right, boss, man. Face cars off. Be ready. Yeah, bud, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Ready, ready. Green flag. Green, green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass. Another week of uh, racing talk. I almost forgot how to say what I'm supposed to be saying here. It <laughs> seems like it's been forever <laughs> been since weeks. we've done this. Yeah. It has been a while. But yeah. it's, been a, it's been two it's weeks. We had last week off for Memorial. Right, exactly. And, and the show before that was pre recorded. So. Yes. Um, but uh, we're good to. Is that rain? Um, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm hearing weird things on my inside. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, it, we've, it feels like we missed a lot, too, um, even though we actually haven't missed too much. But it seems like, you know, we, we left and we came back and everybody's still dominating and Hendrick is still winning races. And um, I think we've only had two races since we've been gone and they won seven of them. So Kyle Larson is a beast. Kyle Larson is a beast. And we he will talk beast. about that dominance. Um, over at Hendrick Motorsports um, in this show. There's a lot to talk about with that dominance. Um, two hot rumors we're going to get to as well that uh, kind of broke while we were on break as well. Um, and we've got the All-Star Race coming up this weekend, and the format, you're, you're going to have to have some crayon and paper to write all this down because <laughs> Eddie Gossage carried the one um, and the two <laughs> when it came. And then he multiplied the it by like to, 17. Yeah, and multiplied it by he 17. The one. Um, he, he had to have a monkey and a turtle in order to figure yeah. all that out. But... Uh, we'll try to explain to you uh, the format that uh, they're using this weekend at uh, TMS. Um, there's also uh, trucks and Xfinity in action this weekend at TMS. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a, something. Oh, yeah, SRX starts this weekend as well. So uh, we'll talk about the SRX series as well. Um, Tony Stewart and uh, Ray Abraham's deal that they've got going on as well. So um, I guess we'll start with Hendrick Motorsports because yeah. that's probably the quickest and easiest thing to get through. Um, they're still dominating. Uh, they've won, <laughs> as I said, seven more the races <laughs> since we've been gone. Um, and uh, the dominance continues. Chase Elliott and, and uh, Kyle Larson are putting a whooping on pretty much everybody um, right now. And when they're not doing it, it's Byron and Bowman doing it. So um, I, I guess the question here, guys, is is there anybody that's going to be able to stop these four from making it into deep into the playoffs, Larson has enough money, enough points right now. He can probably sit out till Phoenix um, and still be okay. Um, but uh, Tom, what, what do you think? Well, I think it's probably worth pointing out that I believe Hendrick tied a record yesterday. <laughs> he broke yet another or tied another record. Yes, I believe that record had existed since 1956. Yes, the consecutive one. The, two yes, finishes. consecutive four. Was it four consecutive yeah, four one consecutive. two finishes by the same team? Yeah, Carl um, Kaper's team. Yes. Okay. The uh, what were the what were the cars? I forgot. They called them something. The Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the team is called Kaper Mercury. Yes, and that was yes. Yeah, so they did. Tie a record so it's really kind of amazing when you think about it um if you look at this in the big picture sense i think we all expected kyle larson to take a huge step up and most of us thought he'd be a championship contender i don't think any of us quite thought he would start the season the way he has and i surely don't think peter that we thought that when we get to a road course like sonoma that he would basically leave Chase Elliott in the dust, right? Um, I don't think Kyle's been known as being the best road course racer. So I think the fact that he's he's won he's won in all the different types of tracks except for the dirt race, ironically enough. Um, you know, he's right now looking like a young man who's the solid championship favorite. And I know it's a one race shootout at Phoenix at the end, but I think this could be darn near a record-setting season for Kyle Larson. Um, 
you know, and and a, a situation where he could wind up going into the playoffs with basically enough playoff points to almost carry him all the way through to the championship without even winning a race. Tom, I can't agree with you more. I echo everything you said. Larson's looking a lot like the guy he replaced over at Hendrick Motorsports, Jimmy Johnson, in this prime in the five straight championship seasons, 06, yep. 07. That time period where Jimmy was winning 8, 10, 13 races a year, just insane numbers. And Larson, just think, could have won the last seven races because he was so dominant at Kansas before the late restart troubles and then top two the last, yeah. I think, four races. You know, we, we talk a lot about dominance, and, you know, it happens every once in a while in races where some guy will go out and, you know, whip the field and, and lead, you know, 87 laps or whatever of a race. Two weeks in a row, Kyle Larson has swept both stages and the race. He's won maximum yeah. points two weeks in yeah. a row, yeah. um, which is something that is almost unheard of. I mean, you know, with as much competition as we have this year, to see to know that he goes out there and wins two stages of a race and then at the 600, he won all four stages of yeah. the race. Um, so he's won the last, what, six, four, five, six, eight, the last eight stages, nine, something like that. Well, I guess if you count the wins, insane it'd be numbers, ten stages. Yeah. I think it's eight. Just, yeah, just insane numbers. And because of that, he has chipped away 57 points on Denny Hamlin in the regular season championship. No, now we're talking about the possibility of Denny Hamlin, who has been the most consistent guy up until the last probably six weeks or so. Close to losing his status as the as the you know the, a contender for the champ, the regular season championship now that Kyle Larson has has dominated these performances now he's only fifty seven points away from taking over the lead in the regular season standings. So Tom, it's a, it's like I said it's amazing and it and you think about you know last year obviously Kyle you know Kyle was out of it for a while um, you know and was able to go take the sprint car and go just dominate short tracks, okay? And then you combine the fact that he, coming back this year, he knew that he needed to sort of, you know, he had something to prove, okay? And you're driving for Rick Hendrick, who is basically a father figure to everybody who races for him, right? You don't want to let Mr. H down. So he he has to go away for a while last year, realizes what he's lost is is given a second chance by rick hendrick and chevrolet and all of the other people that are associated with him he comes back basically in a blaze of glory off of what 40 or whatever he had for sprint car wins last year was a crazy number um you know and and he starts off the season on fire like he is a different there's a different level to kyle larson right now i think in my book and that whole Hendrick organization, every single car, is just right on top of it. Chad Canales overseeing them. They're one team with four cars, and, and it shows. There's no ego. There's no selfishness. There's no you know, separation. Everybody's pulled together, and that team is going to be really hard to beat the rest of the season, I think. Um, and Denny Hamlin, as good as he is, Peter, is going to have to now, I think, find another gear to compete with Hendrick. Absolutely. I mean, everyone in the field who's not from Hendrick has to find another gear, find a tenth somewhere to compete with Hendrick, yeah. because you've seen one Gibbs car the past couple of weeks been able to kind of keep tabs with a Hendrick car, get a top five, but no one's been able to outright beat them right. for several weeks yep. now. It goes back to the one, two, three, four finish in Dover for yep. Hendrick that 
they're almost unbeatable because for four straight races now, like you said, they've been at least one two. So it's incredible. It really is. Yeah, it's an incredible feat. And you look at the t- you look at two guys who haven't won yet this year, Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin. We're at twelve winners right now. Uh, with this, there's ten, 10 races left over the playoffs, not including the All Star race this weekend because there's no points involved. Um, but with ten races left, th- those two drivers are two drivers who haven't won yet. So we have the potential of getting to 14. Yep. Um, do we get to 14? Do those two guys win before the end of the 10 races, Tom? Well, gosh, you would Keep think. Keep in mind, both of them won, both of them swept Pocono last year. Yeah, which is coming I mean, up, so. you'd think that Denny Hamlin, somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, Denny Hamlin's going to get a win. Um, I mean, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I said from the beginning that I didn't think we'd get over 12. Um, and I, you know, I thought that was about the sweet spot and we're at, where now 10? We're at 12. We're at 12. We are okay. 12. So I guess that would be 13 if Denny wins, but gosh, these Hendrick cars have all already won a race. <laughs> Every one of them. And you're going into a stretch of races where traditionally the Hendrick cars are pretty darn good. And only Byron hasn't won more than one yet. Yeah. So. I mean, so again, like I said, that's a team that's just found a gear. I don't. False. Chase has only won one. Oh, that's true. I forgot about Chase. Oh, okay. So there's there's two so of them. Two drivers only won one. Is Byron won two? No, just no. Home okay, okay. No. so just, no. just Bowman, Bowman and, and Larson. And Larson. Okay. The two people that yeah. I would expect to, to perform the least at <laughs> Hendrick have the most wins. Exactly. Well, and see, I, I figured Larson would win several. Um, I'm just surprised at how good everybody is in in that group. I mean, so like I said, um, you got to think. I will say I didn't expect Byron to get a win as early as he did. You know, I expected it to come at, you know, a short track or something with mileage. But when when he won that race, he did. Uh, he he showed himself. And he had how many top tens in a row before? Eleven. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, his first DNF the other day. And, and just think, you mentioned, you, you thought at the beginning of the year we wouldn't get over 12 winners. But like you said, Denny Hamlin still hasn't won. Yeah. Kevin Harvick hasn't shown anything. The Stuart Haas cars are in shambles. I mean, <laughs> they really are. Like they are falling apart. Well, Eric I'd say they're falling apart, but they're certainly him. yeah, they're they're definitely off their game for sure. Um, if you say they're not falling apart, uh, you should go to their scrapyard and see well, how many ten cars are there. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, we had a downpour at Coda, and Harvick got caught up in a deal yesterday that he didn't start. But yeah, it's it's just a it's just a tough deal. It's been really hard for those guys. Um, I mean, who else do you, who else wins besides Hamlin? I really think Kurt Busch will sneak in a win somewhere. Like, he seemingly always does. He's always in that 10th to yeah. 20th in points range, and he gets a win somewhere just randomly. CGR is actually getting better as a whole team I'd organization, say, too. So, I mean, Chastain look at Ross Chastain. Well. He finished do in the top Do you 10, find so. it funny, guys, that a week after Hendrick had to apologize for giving motor issues to, to or, how you know, the motors that CGI had, they come out the other day and look like Hendrick cars almost? Like, they're up there with the, you know. Um, so, they certainly they make good on it, for sure. And I I'd like to see both of them. He probably said, cool. I'll give you one of your best motors, but it ain't one of my best motors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's crazy <laughs> is every driver from every team but Stuart Haas Racing has a win. That's true. That is very true. Which, of I the mean, main teams. That, of the main teams. Yeah. That, well, well, even Michael McDowell has a win. But he's right about Stuart Haas, though, if you think about where they were last year with yep. you know Harvick For winning sure. seven races and this yep. year n- doing absolutely nothing. I mean, yep. the, the whole organization's, I don't want to call them a dumpster fire, but... 
No, not even close. But they're off. They're off. They're smoldering. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll be back on the other side. We'll talk about the two big rumors that happened while we were on break, one of them involving Kurt Busch. Um, And we'll have more about the All-Star Race, SRX, and more. We'll be back with more of the Inside Pass Returns right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass here uh, for WSIC, and we thank WSIC for uh, letting us be a part of their Saturday radio uh, programming. Uh, you can catch our show and uh, Lenny Batiki's parents at the track uh, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. on the WSIC family of uh, 
radio stations. And uh, if you miss it, you can watch us or, I guess, listen to us on demand. Um, just search for your favorite uh, podcasting site. Or if you have uh, Alexa or Echo, just ask them to play the latest uh, episode of The Inside Pass, and uh, you will hear it on your speaker, which is cool. We're is gaining cool. technology yes. little by little. Technology is cool. Uh, so a couple of hot rumors that happened uh, while we were on break. One of them involving uh, a guy we talked about uh, in the last segment, Kurt Busch. His name has come up. Uh, no secret that Denny Hamlin wants to expand 2311 Racing next season. Uh, of course, depending upon uh, charters and, and you know that kind of jargon and legal stuff that they have to go through. But it's no secret he wants to expand, or they want to expand it to yes. cars. And Kurt Busch's name has come up as the the next uh, the, the successor, I guess, for that second entry, which I, we're assuming that Bubba Wallace will continue on in that car, um, although that kind of goes up in the air depending upon where he finishes from week to week, but I digress. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Kurt Busch's name has come up in, uh, in rumors recently as the, the, the guy that uh, they want to, to fill that next seat. Uh, so I guess uh, two questions. Number one, do you think he'd fit in over at 2311 Racing? And number two, who would take his place at CGR, should he bolt for uh, greener pastures? I guess you should say. Uh, Peter, we'll start with you this time. I think Kurt Busch is one of the most high-value free agent drivers on the market this offseason. I think he'd fit in great at 2311 because they're an extension of Joe Gibbs Racing. He'd be teammates with Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, all future Hall of Famers. And Kurt himself is a future Hall of Famer, past champion, 32-time race winner. I think that'd be lightning in a bottle for a combination to help coach Bubba Wallace into becoming a better racer, and I think this would be a great great mix-up for everyone. Tom? Do you think they wanted to bring they want to bring Kurt in because they just want somebody who's nice and sort of easygoing and mild-mannered and never really gets too excited? <laughs> you think why that's why the well, Kurt? Kurt has seen equal, the tops equal balance and bottoms of the sport. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's no, true. I think look if if you're going after a free agent, Kurt Busch is as good as it gets because I believe that Kurt Busch is he's still a winning racer. Now, what's interesting to me though is that remember next year we're going to new cars. So Kurt Busch is the type of racer who's shown that he can be very versatile, goes to Indy, finishes sixth first time out, right? He's, he's done some, some sports car stuff. He's, he's a guy who can get the job done still, even at his age. And he would bring some veteran presence over there to maybe help lift that team a little bit um, and help Bubba Wallace. In much the same way as he's trying to help Ross Chastain. But, you know, I think to a degree, somewhat the equipment, you know, the cars just haven't been there so far this year for the most part. Um, so I think it's a great I think it's a great hire if that's what they want to do. Um, I just couldn't resist the sort of mild mannered thing because it's like you're bringing in a guy who's like you said, it's lightning in the bottle. He is lightning in the bottle and he's subject to thunder any moment. Imagine uh, a team meeting with both Bush brothers. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> it's almost too much, right? But here's the thing, too, is he and Bubba both are very intense racers. Yeah. So, you know, I think that could be a good fit. Honestly, is, I, it's I, a different I, kind of intensity, though, because Kurt has has mastered how to be, uh, you know, intense and, in, in, you know, in nature, but not 
to the point of overdoing it too much. Yeah, but I'm just saying they're and both really big on winning. Like no, they're they, very, they really are. You know, yeah, they they're really very high, you know, high, strong, kind of intense kind of guys, you know, as opposed to some other guys who obviously probably know most weeks they aren't going to win and don't. It's not that they don't care, but they just understand the situation right. and they're not going to beat somebody, you know, to, to get another tenth of a second. Um, You know, it's it's. I think those two would be a great fit. Honestly. Another caveat to all this, Kurt would likely bring Monster Energy because they followed him from Stuart Haas to Ganassi. Sure. And Guaranteed it might follow him too. Yeah. Well, but how? Well, would that would that present? Well, I guess it wouldn't because it's two different teams. But Kyle has rowdy energy, so I don't know if. Well, well Denny has Coke. Two different. I mean, that's, I guess that's true. Yeah, Ty it's Gibbs has monsters, so. Oh, uh, that's I guess it's two different teams. So, different so if Kurt, so. yeah, if Monster wanted to follow. And then the whole relationship between Monster and Coke, it's complicated. It's like a Coke product, but kind of owned by Pepsi. Like it's we're just, we're seeing each other, as, but we're seeing other people too. It's about <laughs> as complicated as the All Star Race format. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if Monster and had a hand in helping Kyle make Rowdy Energy. Because oh, you know sure. they have a bunch of other brands right. just other than it's Monster. It's like a secret, a, a secret society of you know <laughs> under, undercover you know uh, energy companies or whatever. Anyway, but I, I agree with both of you guys in terms of if you're going to go out and get a, get somebody you know that's high profile, you want a veteran on your team. We we talk about um, all the time. Sometimes we do like a debate on if you started your own team, who would you want on your team? You know, I always have said I would want a mix of both veterans and rookies. Yes, um, or. With a, with another piece of news that we'll talk about here in a minute coming out, somebody who uh, sticks in my mind who already has a proven track record at making a team better, would you say Ryan Newman could go to twenty three eleven? I I think well I don't Ryan Ryan Newman well yeah I, I he could still see wants that. to drive that's true I could Does I could he? see that yes yeah. yes I, I he, he said it okay yes. I, he I, said I, that I, over okay. Charlotte weekend well, I, I why like, would if you ju- if you're Roush Sorry, I didn't mean No, you're good. If you're Roush, why would you let him go if he still wants to race? Who are you going to replace him with? Well, I guess we're going to talk about it now. Okay, I was going (laughs) to say, I know what's coming. Because you can't ask that question and not talk about it. Well, to me, if you think about about Ryan Newman, I think he'd fit in well at Chip Ganassi because then he could run the 500 if he really wanted to run the 500. And it it would be a perfect opportunity for him to run... And be able to do more than just running NASCAR. That's really his desire to do something else. I also think else. he wants to dip his toe into the next gen car without maybe you know fully committing. Full committing, yeah. I mean, you can you can run. A, he could run. CGR could run a part time entry for the one if car they and, had and the be sponsors. able to have yeah, yeah. And, and have different people driving that car. It doesn't necessarily have to be a specific person. But um, but going back to to twenty three eleven racing, if you you put Kurt Busch. Um, in that car, yes, he's going to help uh, Bubba Wallace become a better driver, be more of a smarter driver, be more of a finessed driver. You're talking about a championship caliber driver going into that team and just going in there and just letting the team know what they need as an organization to be better. And, and you've seen it happen many times with other organizations that yeah. hire a veteran driver to go in. Um, some underfunded teams do that too, uh, go in and, and hire somebody who's uh, had a who's got a proven track record to go in and say, you know, what do you think the team needs? What do we need to do, you know, mechanically? What do we need to do scientifically? What do we need to do, you know, from the from the drawing board standpoint to go in and make this team better? And they can give you ideas and thoughts from somebody who's been in the business for a long time, Peter. Just think back close to 10 years ago after Kurt left Penske on not the best of terms, my best way of dancing around that whole debacle. He went to 
Phoenix Racing for almost a full season and then went to Furniture Row and built them up into eventually the championship. He finished what Regan Smith started. Exactly. Yes. Yes. He benefited yeah. from all that he work. Took Furniture Row before, to yeah. the chase in 2013 yeah. as well. That's true. Um, so the other rumor that uh, kind of broke while we were on break revolves around uh, Brad Keselowski. And apparently there's a report um, that was released by Jordan Bianchi and the folks over at Auto Week that he had been offered a ownership role in Roush Fenway Racing in exchange for coming over there and driving for Roush in 2022 and beyond um, as, as partial owner of the team, which obviously begs the question. Uh, now, apparently this is a done deal. It just hasn't been announced yet because he sure. can't say anything about it for several more weeks or whatever. So we, Until we, September. We pretty much know that's going to happen, which at this point we're thinking that Ryan Newman's going to be the one that, that leaves uh, Roush or they have a third team maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but that will open up the two car. And, of course, now that opens up the discussion of, okay, well, Austin Cindric has already been promised um, you know, a, a, a ride in the in the top tier or in the Wood Brothers car for 2022, which is the car that uh, Matt DiBenedetto. Look, You're it's all going to work out. Okay, 2022. I am. So, yeah, because I keep thinking it's already 2022. Oh, um, Matt, uh, Matt, Matt D already has been told he's not going to be in the 21 car. But now that the two cars opened up, is there a possibility that maybe Cedric takes the two, leaving Matt to stay in the 21? Do you think they could move Joey to the two just to give Cedric the 22? They. Could, but I don't see that happening. I don't know that Oil or been so loyal to that twenty-two. I I didn't say change the sponsor, but here's the other thing. I think I think the two is kind of the house car, the original house car. I would guess that Cindric is kind of. you know, I don't, I because I don't want to make it like. Also, has Blaney resigned? Yes, he has. Blaney has Blaney resigned. Signed. Yes, yep. I don't. I don't want to say that Cindric's sort of entitled to the. But uh, look, his dad is you know very high up in the organization. I would guess Cindric goes to the two I would at this well. point, and then if you want to keep Matt, you keep Matt where he is. I would say that. Um, you know, it would make the most sense because otherwise you're. Now you displace Matt, you're going to put him in the two car, and he's probably not your long-term. Austin Sindrick is. But that's the best part about Silly Season is it never really makes any sense. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to go for that because that's true. Unless they don't um, think Sindrick is ready for the two. I would well, but what's well, the difference? Right, exactly. Well, they're, they're, they're both pin, they're yeah, both pins. It's, it's yeah, Cindric's going to Cup you know. next year, no matter what. Yeah. So bring him to the house, like yeah. Cole Custer's over at Stewart Haas. I would just put him in there. Yeah, I would guess he goes to the two, and especially with how well he's been doing in the thirty-three car, you put him in the two. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that's that makes. That's what I would sense. say, and then it, if Matt stays, it would be with with brothers. But I mean, there's nobody it, other than Matt. If you if you kick Matt out of the car, you're just going to go hire somebody else to run that car for a year or two yeah. until somebody else comes Which, along. I was about sure. to say, are you are you going to find anybody to hold that seat other than? I mean, the only other thing that I, mean, I can see would find be anybody better. A anyway. short term situation where De Benedetto stays for you know maybe a year or two until somebody at Gibbs gets kicked out for Ty. <laughs> And then you sign some, you know, because it's it's inevitable. Ty's going to get a house car when the time comes, a couple years away. And I know he's not ready for it, but you know, with the the monster sponsorship, do you think uh, Riley could jump up in the Cup Series in one of these cars? Uh, he needs to learn how to run Xfinity Series <laughs> he first. Does. Well, I mean, we've seen that with a lot of people. I'm just saying, like, he's not, he's not, he's not even ready for Xfinity yet. So, and we're going to talk him into putting in, putting him in a cup car. Nothing against Riley. I mean, a lot of it's been bad luck, but I mean, he's in an opportunity now where this is the opportunity for him to be, and he's still not. I mean, 
that's that team and that whole organization is not where it needs to be, which I guess that's a Stuart Haas thing more so than anything. But It's a championship-winning car. It should be winning races. It's very true. All right, we're going to yes. take a break. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about the All-Star Race format, which probably is going to take the next three weeks, um, and uh, SRX <laughs> Racing. We'll talk about that when we come back. More inside pass right around the turn. Stick with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, a brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, and Chris Murdoch joining us here on our little roundtable discussion about uh, NASCAR and uh, all things motorsports. We are going to talk about the All-Star Race. So get your pens and paper out and uh, get ready to take notes. This is the Eddie Gossage School for Math. Um, and this is going to be very difficult to, to kind of go through. He but did this as his one last cruel joke before he I, retires. This is definitely <laughs> this is definitely high school you know, prank. 
Uh, it's I don't again I don't know if I want to call it a cruel joke, but but it it is it seems too complicated for its own good, Peter. It's I would definitely make, a joke. I would make the argument that the pit road rules in Mid Ohio last week were more complicated than this All Star Race format <laughs> because you could have been penalized for pitting too fast or too slow. It just made no sense. Was there a penalty for pitting too slow? Did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, there was a minimum time of 50 seconds, yellow line to yellow line, and a maximum time of 70 seconds. <laughs> so if you need three seconds worth of fuel, you have to wait at least 47 seconds on pit road. Wait, was, and you said this was for the All-Star Race? No, this for was... Mid-Ohio for oh, Xfinity for last, last week. weekend. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's for oh, the standalone truck and Xfinity races this year. That's, that's insane. All right, so anyway, the race will feature six wow. rounds. Totaling 100 laps. That's the easy part. Uh, so the starting lineup for round one is going to be determined by random draw, which I assume is going to be either during the open or, I guess, after the open, once they figure out how many cars. So I guess we probably should back up a little well, bit and talk well, about the open first, right? Well, we could, but I, I think what I, I think it's fair to say that the, the open cars start at the back anyway. Correct. So everybody else will draw That's probably true. before the open, That's I true. Guess. So It'll the, be three cars in the open plus the fan vote winner. Which all the stage winners. Right. Yes. From the fan, so, from but, the but regardless, the starting lineup is determined by a random draw, and that's easy enough. <laughs> so far. This yes. is where it starts to get complicated so, he, coming up. <laughs> rounds one through four will be 15 laps each. Round 5, 30 laps. The final round will be a 10-lap shootout. That totals 100 laps. 15, 15, 15, 15, 30, and 10. Yeah, 60, then 90, then yeah. 10. Okay. We're good so far. All right. <laughs> At the beginning of round number two, the field will be inverted via random draw. Minimum of 8, maximum of 12 live on FS1. Okay, so before round two starts, they're going to probably roll a die or do something Somewhere where they're going to – it'll be either the top eight are inverted or – or it could be as many as the top 12. Correct. So you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. Correct. Okay, okay. good so far. All right. Yep. So don't, don't take your shoes off yet. Before the start of round three, the entire field will be inverted. If you're first, you will be last. Exactly. That'll and be 21 exactly. cars total, so a 21-car invert. Right. Exactly. So at the beginning of round number four, the field will be inverted via random draw. Again, another 8 to 12, depending upon who draws what uh, chip out of the little hat. Kay. So again, we're talking about another inversion. Yeah. Starting positions for round five will consist of the cumulative finishes from rounds one through four. The lowest cumulative finisher starts on the pole, second lowest second, so on and so forth. Um, All cars must enter pit road for a mandatory four-tire pit stop during round five. Now, this is something that's kind of been done in previous All-Star races to get the pit crews involved in the All-Star action, so that's kind of cool. Um, the starting positions for the final round are set by finishing positions of round number five. So they basically start heads up for the, the final round. Or, yeah, for the final round. Only the green flags out, only green flag laps will count for the all-star race. The fastest team on pit road during the mandatory pit stop will earn $100,000. Race winner gets $1 million. So, there you go. See, it's not so bad if you break it down into those bullets one at a time. If you take 15 minutes to discuss it, digest it. it. You take a whole screen graphics worth of bullet points. I think that the the biggest problem is here there's just too many different variables. Like I said, when you're doing these things, um, I always think that you got to think like the average fan. Mm -hmm. So you got to make it as easy as possible for the fans to follow because otherwise they get confused and then they get frustrated. And I understand you can talk about it on TV as it's happening. You can put graphics up. You can do all of that. But it's still, this is why people complain about the playoffs and, and the stages and all that because 
it's it's just so much to keep track of. Now, I like the stages, and I really like the playoffs, personally. But all I'm saying is, I think, that, you know, again, what the problem with this is there's too many pieces to it, too many variables, It's and, and it's just very... Like I said, the average fan is is going to have to work very hard to understand what's going on. And also, I don't know that this really addresses the the issue that we have with the All-Star Race most of the time, which is that you really want... We haven't had a great, like, last dash in a long time. And even when we took it last year to Bristol, where it should have been the best all-star race in years. It just didn't work out. So I, my fear is that we get to this last 10 laps, somebody takes off and we just can't, we don't have a race at that point. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how it works out. It may fool us all and be the most incredible thing we've watched in years. I've, but been, I've been to Texas many times. It's not going to be the I, most incredible you thing know, I've ever seen. I, I ho- I'll put it this way. I hope it is. <laughs> I, I appreciate I appreciate yeah. the, the willingness to, you know, like think on the positive side of things. But if the All-Star Race is anything like the last like seven or eight spring races in Texas, it's going to be a long night. Well, well, yeah. hey, it's 100 laps versus 500 miles in Texas. Very true. <laughs> And we have to you invert know. 19 times. So, well, I mean, eventually. Well, that's, so that I means mean, a lot of passing, which is good. Well, you would hope. You would I hope. mean, that's. You put Kyle Larson to the rear four, five, six thousand times. See, I think they should just do that. They should just put Larson and Bush <laughs> at the back and every, uh, every we'll single restart. Just put all restart. the Hendrick cars back Yeah, just put them all back there. Give um, them, start them on the back stretch and everybody still starts in the front. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a very <laughs> dynamic format it's not a static one it, it, it changes every every segment there's there's something very different so um again you know we'll watch and we'll see should have like a big wheel of fortune wheel on the infield and just spin the wheel and whatever number don't it comes give up. any gossip anymore well, that, maybe that's what he's gonna do and just maybe leave it there during the race if you run time. over it that's that's this on you his, <laughs> this is his last yeah. hurrah in this sport do not give him any more ideas because he's already made this banana pills and turtle shells and, and all kinds of stuff i just rainbow road from Mario Kart. I heard a I heard a word on a movie the other day that that sort of fits this. It's very cumbersome. It's cumbersome. So there's 17 guys already entered into the All Star race: uh, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Harvick, Larson, Newman, Elliot Hamlin, Blaney, Kyle Busch, Turex, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Byron, McDowell, Cole Custer, and Alex Bowman, which I assuming are the 16 drivers from last year's playoffs. And the drivers have won this year already. It's right. past all-star winners and then winners from this year or last year, not okay. necessarily playoff okay. guys. Okay. All right. Because Eric Almirola is not locked in. He made that's the playoffs true. last year. That's very true. Okay. So they, so that's 17 plus the three-segment winners from the Open and the all-star vote, which the, uh, there's a top 10 right now. I'm not sure. I know DeBenedetto's in there. Bubba's in Bubba's there. Bubba's in there. Pretty Reddick, much the rest Almirola, of the field yeah. is in there. What's interesting with this is that way back when, um, they were talking about would would they consider using the new cars for the all-star race and i don't think they could have built enough of them in time okay but if you think about it that would have at least given us something that completely scrambles everybody's eggs right um you know where it because we would have had a car that nobody's really except for you know handful of guys nobody's really had any time in um and so at least this would have thrown in the variable of we're kind of all it's sort of like an IROC thing, um, you know, and and then if you have all this, at least you're throwing in the I, I feel like the racing 
that we're going to see is still predictable. Like we know what this car is. We know what we're going to get. Um, and we're just doing our best to always keep the, what seems like the leaders or the fastest guys toward the back is what I feel like this does until the last segment. And so, um, Again, I hope it's a great race. Um, I give Eddie Gossage credit for trying, and I, I he must have gotten straight A's in calculus class. That's the only thing I can say because uh, he he definitely went uh, went heavy duty math to pull this one together. But I mean, you know, I'm all for an entertaining uh, right. all star race. It's supposed like, to be entertaining. I just hope the racing's entertaining because at the end right. of the day, I don't think the fans really necessarily want wheel of fortune as much as they just want to see cars going at it like we used to do in the 80s and early 90s when the all-star thing started you yeah, know the only the only problem with that is, is that the speed at texas is way way more than it is at charlotte and just in terms of like you know the speeds that they pull on the racetrack so whereas at charlotte you can do the the maneuvers and stuff to you know risk you know going for it all to make a million dollars at, at texas you probably shouldn't do some of those moves because it's High, a much more high stakes, high dangerous game. I mean, I that's when I I think the fans want. There's no points here, you know. Checkers or wreckers bring back that's, the steering that's wheel. That's true, but I I don't you know. want I don't want any NASCARs on I-35. I'm just oh saying, like, <laughs> well. I mean, I mean, I maybe with the track configuration that we currently have, maybe it will be interesting. I mean, I I um we'll get we'll see what happens. I mean, you never know. You, you I think you have to go in hoping for the best. But like I said, the uh, the format is definitely cumbersome, and uh and I hope that they that Fox does a good job of sort of presenting it in, in a spoon fed way so that the fans can keep track of it. That's true. So the other, the other thing we'll do fantasy when we come back from break. Cause I, yeah. I'm, we're not going to do points. We're, we're going to pick a cup winner, but we're not going to do points for the cup race. Cause it's an all-star race. Right. There's no points involved, but trucks and infinity will be, um, well, I guess we can talk about the entry list for trucks and infinity. And we'll just do XRS when, when we come back from break. So the okay. trucks, the truck entry list, um, is out. Not a whole lot of ex- uh, names on there you would expect or that you wouldn't expect. Chase Elliott's in the race driving the GMS 24. Brennan pulls back from his injury driving the 30 for on point. Uh, Ross Chastain is back in his uh, 45 uh, truck for Nice. Grant Enfinger's back at Thorsport in the 98. Um, so not really a whole lot of surprises there, but a lot of big names in that race. And then the Xfinity race, the only notable name in that one is Kyle Busch, uh, although he's driving a car from 27 years ago. Um, in his no, I'm kidding. It's for 20, with 2020, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, 2020. 2020. Well, I don't really think it matters. It's the same package, same everything. So you could drive matter? like a 1930, you know, Ford T that you have to wind up in the front to get to go, and he'd probably still win the race. He could but drive a tricycle and still beat half the field. I think we're all hoping secretly that he wins this race, because that's one race closer to him being gone for the Xfinity Series. <laughs> and I hate that. Oops, but I, I, I like Kyle Busch, but there you right. go. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. All right, we'll talk about SRX when we come back for break. We'll do our picks for fantasy as well, um, and uh, we'll uh, wrap up our, our hour of conversation already. It's it's been it's been a great one. We'll take a break. We'll come back more inside pass right around the turn. Stick with us. We'll be right back. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Michael Annette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. Well, the good news is when it comes to Fantasy NASCAR, we no longer can call it the Nick DeGroote Fantasy NASCAR League because Nick's no longer ahead you know, in Fantasy NASCAR. He ran out of money, and therefore now ever he can't pay his drivers anymore to wreck. So. Notice how as soon as Noah Lewis went home, he took the lead in fantasy. Yeah, I don't know if there's the a tie in there. He doesn't have anything better to do with his day I'm than going sit around back to do, Ohio then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. He has nothing better to do than sit at home and do research on drivers yeah. all day. So he actually has time to sit and think about it. Because it always seems like we put him on the spot when we're here, and he's like, wait, it's my turn? Wait yes, a minute. He's still, he's third. And he's, he's third behind uh, me and Noah. Okay. Me, no, he's second behind me. He's second, yeah, behind, he's second you. behind me. Yeah, you're in the lead. No, I'm Randy. in the lead. Noah's second. Wow. I had a good weekend. Um, if, if, if only Truex wouldn't have finished third, I would have swept, I think, the weekend. You're eight so. points up. Noah. I am. And then Nick's yeah. about yeah. 30 points back, roughly. Something like that. So, yeah, we and see, Noah got that 30 point bonus for yeah. sweeping the weekend. That's what helped him yeah. this last weekend, so, getting that, that bonus for sweeping yeah. the weekend. So, um, all three series are in action this weekend. There will be no points awarded for Cup, so you're only picking the winner of the All Star race. However, if you sweep the weekend, you still get the bonus points. So, bonus points potentially oh, if you do like sweep the, the weekend. Race. 
um, but you won't get actual See, you know points for the All Star race because there is no points awarded. Is we could we can't lose in Cup any points, because but you can gain none, them. But you can gain them exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so it's a free, it's since, extra credit. It's a freebie. That's exactly right. So since I'm ahead and I already have my picks down, I'll go ahead and go first. So trucks, I'm picking John Hunter Nemechek because <laughs> duh. Um, Xfinity, <laughs> I'm picking Kyle Busch because yay for ninety nine. Um, and in uh, Cup, I'm picking Alex Bowman because I think it's his time to uh, shine. So that's my picks. Uh, Peter, you go next. For trucks, I'll pick Grant Emfinger. I think him coming back to Thor Sport will do great because he nearly won a championship for them a year ago in that 98 truck. So hopefully he gets a win this weekend, even though he's not championship eligible this year. Xfinity, I'll agree with you and go Kyle Busch, 99th win because no one touched him in Coda. No one's going to touch him this weekend. Look at his 8,000th win at Texas Motor Speedway. And then for the all-star race, I will go Martin Truex. Okay. Uh, Tom. Here is the worst part of this is that I was going to pick everybody you picked, and I, f- <laughs> I was sure that Bowman would fly under the radar here, and I could sneak him because his pit crew has been lights nope. out all year. Nope, nope. And here's the problem. If, if I get 30 bonus points, so, so do you, so I can't possibly gain any points out of this. I mean, this that's, is sad. That's very true. Um, so I guess what I'll do is um, instead of JHN for the trucks, I guess I'll pick Ben Rhodes. Um, and then I will stick with the other two, which is Kyle Busch and, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, in the Cup Series, Alex Bowman. All right, Chris. Chase Elliott in the trucks. Um, Xfinity will be Kyle Busch. And uh, Cup will be Kyle Larson. Hi. I thought he went backwards for a second. I, well, I was that's like, what I was thinking, Elliot? too. I was like, oh, wait, right Elliot is in the truck trucks, trucks and I had to stop and think that he is in the <laughs> truck race this week. All right, so we'll get uh, the other the other two, the other well, the other four Yahoos. Um, I was going to say just the other two, yeah. Noah and, and Nick, but I forgot about Seth and Jacob. So um, I'm, th- I'm thinking next year we do like a team thing because I think it would be kind of cool to do it in teams. Yeah. So it would be like that would be Peter, Peter and Noah, me and Nick. I veto. You, you, you gave me a handicap by giving me my team member. <laughs> well, Chris, Chris is not really at a handicap because you actually get bonus points every week because you're actually getting the Spire points for LaJoy 2 because of Red. So, I mean, technically he gets an extra driver every week. So it's not like LaJoy setting the world on fire. But you know what? He did have a decent run this week, which is why Chris is only two points. I five. was just going to say, um, our, our producer, James Mellick, who's now working with, with uh, Spire with the 7 team, um, had something to smile about the other day because Corey had a very, very nice run. He did. Another person who had something to smile about before he just got drove through, Anthony Alfredo. Well, oh, yes. That's, that, that, that breaks my heart to hear that. Well, and here's, he here's the cool. I feel bad for him because Alex Bowman never lifted. He just drove straight through him going into that corner. Well, but By the way, I was, eating, I was eating pasta. I was eating Alfredo <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> just for the record. So you cursed him. I, I probably did. I was eating I was eating chicken Alfredo as during, during the race, and as soon as that moment happened, I was like, oh, no. No, I really sure wish I knew it. Ate wow. Well, Alfredo goes in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in two ways, in more ways than one. So next time it's chicken McNuggets for it's, you on yes. nice day. Uh, I no, I was happy for Anthony. I mean, that was again. Um, you know, he's he's worked so hard for everything that he's gotten here, and to be able to go and run. And, and to compete on old tires the way he did was really, really big for him. And it was unfortunate he got caught up in that wreck because he obviously didn't start it. That was just a multi-car. Everybody goes for a yeah. space built for Roman two. Roman drove through him. 
Yeah, and and uh, well, I think actually though, I think it started before Bowman. I think there was right. something Christopher that even Christopher Bell initially Bell, spawned. That's and then right. Yes. Yeah, and and Bell may have gotten tapped. Right. So it's just one of those deals, and and it's too bad. But um, he and Michael McDowell are showing that front row again is gradually improving. Front row should have gotten two top tens. Yes. Next time I'll be standing in a in a Hooters in a Hooters restaurant or in a Napa Auto Parts store uh, shopping at HendrickCars.com. That way, I just killed both of them yeah, at the same go. time. So <laughs> take care of all of it. All right, so SRX gets started uh, this weekend. It's a long-anticipated series that uh, Tony Stewart started with Ray yeah. Everham. Twelve uh, pretty fantastic drivers, pretty diverse field in terms of you know where their backgrounds come from. Um, a lot of IndyCar influence, but some some Cup guys in there and some Dart guys in there. And um, so they're going to be at Slinger Motorsports uh, this this weekend. The first race Saturday night. No, 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 is it no, they're at no, Stafford. Oh, Stafford. Stafford, that's right, that's right. Stafford Motor Speedway. I was, I was yeah. so close. It was, it was still an S. Anyway. Not even close. That's in Connecticut, Slingers and Whatever. It's still an S. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Anyway. Matt Kenseth's home trip. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, so yeah, well, the right if, you would, if you would have actually listened to what Randy said before cutting him off, he said they both start with us. Yeah. So, uh, he said close, they both close, start with us. Yeah. Other things start with us, too. Anyway, so um, what, I, what I'm trying to say is is that uh, wh- are you guys excited? Are you guys ready? Do you think this is going to work out? This is a long-term thing? What's, what's y'all's consensus on it? I'm Tom, indifferent. We'll start with you. You're indifferent? I'm indifferent. Okay, we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I'm. I might. Here's the thing that I like about this particular race. First of all, Doug Kobe. Doug Kobe is one of the best modified drivers of the modern era, and um, six championships. And Doug's car is going to be racing at the Oswego Speedway in the NASCAR Tour Race with Chase Dowling behind the wheel while Doug is doing the SRX deal. I wanted to see more of these short trackers in this SRX, so I'm glad Kobe's in. And here's my other thing is. If you look at the personalities, this ought to be a blast because you know that they're going to bend some, you know, some sheet metal and bang and bump. And, you know, um, and so my suspicion is that they're going to be very entertaining. Now, I think there may be more ex car drivers than I might like to see. Um, but again, I think this group is just extremely the personalities are off the charts elio's coming off an indie win okay tony stewart that's all you got to say <laughs> um you know michael waltrip obviously is going to have a good time paul tracy you know tracy's gonna have fun i mean i think this will be a good show i don't know how the cars are gonna run we obviously won't know till we see them but i think this is gonna be a really good show it's saturday night entertainment uh, peter real quick can we just please get a segment like Radioactive for this series, please? <laughs> They'd wear out the uh, sensor button. That's please. true. That is, that is very true. Uh, j- so real quick, the two 15-minute heat races, 100-lap race uh, to set the starting lineups for the feature. Points earned in both heats and feature count toward the season-ending championship. Uh, it's a 90-minute race without pit stops, so they're either 100 laps or 90 minutes, whichever comes first. But I think it'll be really cool. On CBS. Good to CBS? see racing yes. back on CBS. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I used to watch WWF to just for the interviews. It's kind of like here. I, yeah, exactly. I'm really, I'm more excited about the interviews almost than the racing because I know it's going to be yeah, fun. It's definitely going to be entertainment, that is for sure. So uh, be sure to check your local listings for that as well. All right, we are out of here. We will see you guys again uh, next week. We're supposed to have John Hunter Nemechek. Fingers crossed that that works out for us. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Enjoy SRX. Enjoy the weekend at uh, All-Star Race. We'll see you back here next week. For all the gang, have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.